Section one of Christian Science by Mark Twain. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, visit LibriVox.org. Christian Science with Notes Containing Corrections to Date by Mark Twain. Read by John Greenman. Preface Book one of this volume occupies a quarter or a third of the volume and consists of matter written about four years ago but not hitherto published in book form. It contained errors of judgment and of fact. I have now corrected these to the best of my ability and later knowledge. Book two was written at the beginning of 1903, and has not until now appeared in any form. In it my purpose has been to present a character portrait of Mrs. Eddy, drawn from her own acts and words solely, not from hearsay and rumor, and to explain the nature and scope of her monarchy as revealed in the laws by which she governs it, and which she wrote herself. Mark Twain, New York, January 1907. Christian Science It is the first time since the dawn days of creation that a voice has come crashing through space with such placid and complacent confidence and command. Chapter 1. Vienna, 1899. This last summer, when I was on my way back to Vienna from the appetite cure in the mountains, I fell over a cliff in the twilight and broke some arms and legs and one thing or another, and by good luck was found by some peasants who had lost an ass and they carried me to the nearest habitation, which was one of those large, low, thatch-roofed farmhouses, with apartments in the garret for the family, and a cunning little porch under the deep gable, decorated with boxes of bright-colored flowers and cats. On the ground floor a large and light sitting-room, separated from the milch-cattle apartment by a partition, and in the front yard rose stately and fine the wealth and pride of the house, the manure pile. That sentence is Germanic, and shows that I am acquiring that sort of mastery of the art and spirit of the language which enables a man to travel all day in one sentence without changing cars. There was a village a mile away, and a horse-doctor lived there, but there was no surgeon. It seemed a bad outlook. Mine was distinctly a surgery case. Then it was remembered that a lady from Boston was summering in that village, and she was a Christian science doctor and could cure anything. So she was sent for. It was night by this time, and she could not conveniently come, but sent word that it was no matter, there was no hurry, she would give me absent treatment now, and come in the morning. Meantime she begged me to make myself tranquil and comfortable and remember that there was nothing the matter with me. I thought there must be some mistake. Did you tell her I walked off a cliff seventy-five feet high? Yes. And struck a boulder at the bottom and bounced? Yes. And struck another one and bounced again? Yes. And struck another one and bounced yet again? Yes. And broke the boulders? Yes. Well, that accounts for it. She is thinking of the boulders. Why didn't you tell her I got hurt, too? I did. I told her what you told me to tell her, 
that you were now but an incoherent series of compound fractures extending from your scalp lock to your heels and that the comminuted projections caused you to look like a hat-rack and it was after this that she wished me to remember that there was nothing the matter with me those were her words i do not understand it i believe she has not diagnosed the case with sufficient care did she look like a person who was theorizing or did she look like one who has fallen off precipices herself and brings to the aid of abstract science the confirmation of personal experience bitte it was too large a contract for the steuben mansion's vocabulary she couldn't call the hand i allowed the subject to rest there and asked for something to eat and smoke and something hot to drink and a basket to pile my legs in but i could not have any of these things why she said you would need nothing at all but i am hungry and thirsty and in desperate pain she said you would have these delusions but must pay no attention to them she wants you to particularly remember that there are no such things as hunger and thirst and pain she does does she it is what she said does she seem to be in full and functionable possession of her intellectual plant such as it is uh, bitte do they let her run at large or do they tie her up tie her up there good night run along you are a, a good girl but your mental gesture is not arranged for light and airy conversation leave me to my delusions End of chapter one